Hello there. Welcome to Repreach Podcast. My name is David James and I'm super excited you're here. So by way of introduction, three things you need to know about me. Number one, I am madly in love with God. Number two, I want to be helplessly in love with my wife. And number three, I want to be the best dad to my kids. Enjoy the message. So today, I'm going to be talking to you about dirty diamonds, the tripartite nature of man. So here is a thought in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 23 to 24. It says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. That is so cool. Like, it's saying that we are a tripartite being. It's saying we are spirits. I mean, of course, it's already saying that we are spirits, we have souls, and we live in but we live in bodies. So I'm going to show you exactly where all this started, right? So we have proper perspective about who a man truly is and who human beings truly are, as it were. So let's go to Genesis chapter number one and verse 26. It says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image. Now, if you know for one that God is not a physical being. God is a spirit. So if God is saying, let us make man in our image, what is he saying? He's saying, in essence, let us make a spirit. So it is super exciting for me to know that, first of all, what God is creating is a spirit. And he now says, to be like us. They will reign over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky, the, the livestock, all the wild animals on earth, and the small animals that scurry around the ground. So it says in verse 27, it says, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And that is just so cool to hear. So God created the spirit because in John 4, scripture says um, God is spirit and those that will worship him will worship him in spirit and in truth. So first of all, God is spirit. And if God is creating a human that is like him in his image, he has to be creating a spirit. First of all, so that's Genesis 1, 26 and 27. So let's go to Genesis 2, where we see when God created the human body and then gave him a soul. So Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7 says, Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. Like that is just so clear enough. The Lord God formed the man. That was the forming process, like molding him like a container to put the spirit in him. Do you understand? Like this is, I'm so hyped already. He says, then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and then he breathed into him. The, okay, and then he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. Now, you need to understand that, of course, spirits don't roam about on earth without a vessel. So God had to create a vessel for the spirit to find expression in. And that was the human body he he formed in Genesis chapter number two. So God did not just make a spirit and then for spirits to start roaming about in the earth. There has to be a, a vessel that will carry the spirit on earth. So the scripture says in verse seven, it says, then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. And then he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. If you read other translations, that's that passage there in the same verse seven, it says the man became an intelligent being. That was God giving the man his soul. So it wasn't necessarily, the, the Genesis one was God creating the human spirit 
right that was supposed to be like him that is like him in essence and then in chapter 2 and verse 7 he now formed the body and then gave him a soul he says he became an intellectual being why the intellect right so the soul is like the central point between your spirit and your body all right so of course without your soul you're dead all right you're a spirit first of all and then you have a soul and then you live in a body like we earlier stated so i hope this is already helping somebody today all right so here is just an idea of what the complete man looks like right so first of all you are a spirit the content of every human is the spirit and then of course the center of the human life is the soul like that's sort of like the center the center that runs your life and then of course the container of the human um, spirit is the body so i hope this already helps somebody today so here are a few questions that i would want to ask so when adam died in the garden what part of adam died because i mean of course adam was still living after god said um you when you eat of this fruit you're going to die i mean <laughs> we saw that adam was still physically alive so it means something else was supposed to die and not the physical body right so what died secondly the next question is when an individual gets born again what part of them gets born again is it their soul is it their body or is it their spirit so we need to put these things in perspective so that we can better have a, a good work with god on earth all right so here's my thought right so when you take away any creation all right disconnect anything from its source of life it dies so take a fish from from water and keep it on the on the land on land just give it time it's going to die all right it might be shaking here and there for a few minutes but just give it time it's going to die because that's not its natural habitat that's not where it was meant to be so when god said in essence that man was going to die when he eat of the fruit he wasn't talking about the physical day he was talking about the separation from god the separation of the connection he had with god was separated so he died so just like you're saying you're disconnecting the fish from its natural habitat that would help him thrive so man couldn't so think about of course like i said the fish taking it out of its source you you won't you, you won't you won't survive because you're, you're already dead if you're you don't have god you know so that is exactly what god said in genesis um chapter number three or number two as it were when god was telling man to eat of every other tree but for the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the midst of the garden in the middle of the garden he's not supposed to eat of it because when he eats of it he's going to die so it was the spirit that got disconnected from from god man's spirit was disconnected from god so he, he that in essence he died so in Genesis, in, in John chapter number three, when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, Nicodemus came to Jesus and, and was asking, Master, well, I mean, these things you do, we know that only you have to do it. Only someone that came from God can do these things, you know, and he says, what can I do to, to, to walk the works of God, you know? And then Jesus replied and said, I assure you, no man, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of the spirit. Like that is so clear. How can the spirit give birth to you? <laughs> All right. I mean, it has to be a spiritual thing. And verse six now says, this is so exciting. Verse six now says, humans can only produce or reproduce human life. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Are you seeing this? So God was saying, Jesus was saying in essence, that when you get born again, you're not getting born again by physical birth 
of course nicodemus even asked he says do we have to enter our mother's womb and be born again and he said how can you be a pharisee and you're asking this kind of question you don't understand these things all right he's saying that it is the spirit that gets born again and not the body neither is it the soul like we have Ella stated, the soul is the central point with which your life runs on earth. So when the way you think now runs your life, all right? The soul is like the data center. We are going to get to that in, um, in, next, in our next episode of how the soul in itself works, all right? So in, in 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, when it says, um, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Verse 17 now says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. What part of him becomes the new creation? It is the spirit, not the body, neither is it the soul. It is the spirit. Because when you got born again, you still behave the same way you were behaving. Your, your skin did not change. All right. So as a matter of fact, you still know that if you think you're, you were you were crazy or you were a, a porn addict, it doesn't just go away like that. Or you are a cigarette addict or just something or some destructive um, habit. It doesn't just go away, but your spirit is regenerated. So I need you to put things in perspective, right? So we can better have a walk with God. So it says in verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What is he talking about? He's talking about the spirit. He says, your spirit, the old is gone. The new has come. The new that is now connected back to God. Because scripture says, by his own body, he has broken down the wall of partition. That is separating us between us and God. That is separating us and God. Alright, so this is just so cool. He says, so we have stopped evaluating others from human point of view, the NLT we say. He says, at one point we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we now know him now. Verse 17, according to the NLT, says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Like, this is just so sweet. Alright, so I want you to understand this concept because the earlier you do the better for your work with god all right so you don't start beating up yourself because of some patterns that you see yourself exhibit which can be better solved when you understand the battles that you're going through because when you have a battle one of the things you need to know is your enemy if you know the enemy and then you know where the enemy is i mean you're at an advantage right so if you know that the the battle is not in your spirit you're connected with god and the battle is sort of in your soul and it's not even in your body because your body just takes instructions from your soul so we need to know where the battle is i've already given you a an expo right of where the battle is it is in your soul it is in your mind as the scripture will say in second corinthians so here's what 1 John 4 verse 17 says. It says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Okay, how is Christ? Because this is talking about Christ, right? It says, for as Christ is, so are we in this world. Christ does not have a physical body. He doesn't have mortality right now. He says, as he is, not as he was. He says, as he is, so are we in this world. So as perfect as Christ is, as sinless, as loved, all right, as Christ is, so is our spirit, man. Everyone that is born of God. He says, if anyone that is born of God, he says, it's an incorruptible seed. Do you understand this? All right, so in, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we have already seen it, that we have renewed spirit. 
All right. So this is what the spirit is about. We have renewed spirit. Our spirits are renewed, regenerated, giving new life. As 2 Corinthians 5.17 will say. It says we are giving new life. Our spirit and the Holy Spirit are one. In 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 17, he was saying, he says, he that joins himself with the harlot is one body with her. He says, but he that is joined with the Lord is one spirit. We are one spirit with Christ. We have the same spirit. It's the same spirit, the Holy Spirit. We have the same. All right. So this is just so exciting for me. All right. And I want you to sort of get this idea straight that your spirit is regenerated and is one with God. It has been connected back with God. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First John, like we read, 4 and verse 17. We are like Jesus. I'm just giving you scriptures that you probably need to just go home and then, you know, take your time and listen and study them and then just read them over and over again to yourself. All right. So I need you to understand. Let's let's go to Ephesians, Ephesians 1 and verse 13. When we understand, because when you know where the battle is, you can better fight. Ephesians 1 and verse 17. Let me read from the NKJV. Verse 17 would say, It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. All right? Okay, verse 13. I I beg your pardon. Verse 13 says, So, in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is a guarantee of our inheritance unto the redemption and of purchase, of the purchased possession to the glory or to to the praise of his glory. So, he's saying that our spirits are sealed. All right? We have been given the Holy Spirit. So, he says, our spirits are sealed. Colossians 3, verse 3, says, it says, For you are hidden, for you are dead, and your life is hidden in Christ in God. What, what is it trying to say? It says, You are dead, and your life is hidden in Christ in God. So I need you to understand this that our spirits are regenerated. Alright? So in Hebrews 10 and, and verse 10 to 14. Let me just read that. That is just so good. Hebrews 10 and verse 10 to 14. That will liberate you. From verse 10, it says, It says, By that we will have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeated, repeatedly the same sacrifice which can never take away sin. But this man, that's talking about Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. From that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering he has perfected forever. Ever, those who have been sanctified. Hallelujah. Your spirit is perfected. Amen. I just want you to, to know that these are the truth you need to feed yourself with. These are the truth you need to feed yourself with. Your spirit cannot sin. No. It is, it is your soul. It is your body that commits the sin. It is your body that exhibits this trait of self-destructive habits. Your spirit cannot sin. First, first John 3 verse 9 says, it says, For the seed of God abideth in him, so he cannot sin. So, He's talking about the spirit. Where does the seed of God abide? It's in your spirit. First of all, praise the Lord. So I want you to understand. Last scripture I'll read for you, and then we'll talk about we've talked about the spirit in later episodes. We'll talk about the soul. So last scripture I read for you is First Peter 1 and verse 23. I will talk about the spirit and how 
uh, it will help us in our work with God. First Peter 1 and verse 23. Hallelujah. And it says in verse 23, it says, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Hallelujah. It abides forever. Our spirit is forever perfect. That is who we are. I need you to understand this. It may be a lot for you to take right now, but I need you to understand that your spirit is perfected and you are like Jesus. Hello. Thank you for listening to Repreach Podcast with David James. I hope it has been a blessing to you. If it has, do not hesitate to share it with someone so we can all grow together. You can reach me via email, info at repreach.com.ng or shoot me a WhatsApp message on 90 Thank you.